Hi, welcome to Adulthood Pending Podcast. I'm Annalise. I'm Brittany. And I'm Kimmy. We're a podcast for college students, recent graduates, or anyone else who's also figuring out that being an adult isn't as simple as it's made out to be. Join us each episode as we share how we're navigating our careers, post-grad lives, and the whole adulting experience. With 2020 coming to a close and our season wrapping up, we wanted to dedicate this episode to really reflect on how we've grown as people and specifically throughout this weird time of quarantine. So today we're going to be discussing growth. On the topic of reflection of growth, we're starting this episode out with a fun question. Did you like who you were in high school? In like the 16 to 17 year old range? Mm, I think I liked some aspects of myself. I think I liked how um, involved I was in our high school. I was in a lot of different clubs. I was in like student council. Um, and I think I liked that aspect of myself and how I, you know, made an effort to know a lot of people and to just be really, really involved in my school. So I liked mm-hmm. that. I was extremely loud and <laughs> like way too energetic for a human being that I don't think I will. No, I don't like that part of me at all. Like I was reading through old yearbook messages oh, no. and I was like, this is rough. Like everyone was always like, you're so loud. Don't like, <laughs> I can hear your voice from the other side of the hallway. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, bad. <laughs> um, That's so yeah, funny. And I, I think I just forgot like how loud of a person <laughs> I was. Because I do think that, like, over time, I've mellowed out my personality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So not really don't think I would like that part. I would think I would find that part of me annoying, to be completely honest. But I do like how I was very, you know, interested in being a part of the community and finding ways to, like, get involved and, you know, try to make a difference in where I was. So I think I like that part of me. but. That other part, not so much. Mm. And this is coming from someone who is always like, oh my gosh, my parents are being so loud. <laughs> now I know where I get it from. <laughs> um, so if I had to describe myself, my high school self, um, I would classify myself as um what they call a bitch. <laughs> so I did not like myself. <laughs> what the French say? <laughs> <laughs> I just I thought I was too cool for school like I Hmm. would just complain about everything um I was very career or not career at that point I guess but like college focused so Hmm. I'm just like screw all of you guys in high school I'm going on to better places (laughs) which is you know that uppity like outlook on life is so toxic and I'm really not proud of that (laughs) and um yeah I would come to school I would wear like thrifty clothes and a lot of that consisted of black and velvet pieces if that gives you an idea of what kind of person I was in high school (laughs) wow so yeah I think a lot of my personal growth has definitely stemmed from being like oh I should be nicer or like I shouldn't think that just because I have this motivation in myself and maybe some other people have different life paths that they're not good people 
or like mm-hmm. worth my time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, definitely a lot of growth from that stage of my life. <laughs> Similarly to Annalise, I was also very involved in high school. So I definitely liked that part of myself because yeah, I feel like I was doing things to improve the school and the community. But I think reflecting back on kind of how that was done, I feel like, I mean, this was, I'm not like trying to take the blame off myself, but like this is like me in combination with other people. I feel like we weren't necessarily inclusive or understanding of other people's Mm. um, like environments or even our own privilege. One thing in particular is being in student government, student council, we had to plan a lot of events and we needed people to come to these events because the money just like funnels down through Mm. the class every year. So basically you have money for graduation, like that's how it works. So we would always advertise these dances that we needed people to attend so we could put on graduation essentially. And a part of that is like us telling people like, oh, you should come to this dance. It should be really fun. And having some sort of like reduced price ticket the first week, but not really being aware of like people might not want to come because of their situation or like what were we not doing to provide an environment that would be inclusive for more people to want to come. So that's something small, but I feel like because I was involved in student council for all four years of high school and like we were very much just in that bubble of like, okay, let's get people to these events. Mm -hmm. Let's make all this money because it's going to benefit us in the future. We didn't really spend a lot of time thinking about other people's situations. Mm -hmm. So if we all went to the same high school, I would basically hate you too. Yes, I think we would. And I would probably just be in the hallway yelling for no reason. Okay, you probably wouldn't. I I feel like I was friends with a lot of people. So we would be I would friends. Have, I would have made fun of you for going to school stuff. Definitely. Okay, yeah, but, but we still would have been friends. Like, I would know that you wouldn't come, but I'd still talk to you. We would be friends or we would be friendly. I think we would be friendly. Kimmy and I might be friends. I feel like Britt and I yeah, would, okay, would We would not. literally be in the same things, Annalise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You and Annalise would be the same person. Annalise would yeah. just be louder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about our definitions of personal growth. What does it mean to us? And why is it important for us to talk about it today? I really wanted to talk about this topic um, for an episode because... I would think from an outsider's point of view, us having this podcast and like reflecting on our experiences kind of makes this false image that maybe we are kind of at the peak of our growth or we've had enough experiences to talk about our growth. But like the reality is every single day, I'm sure I'm speaking for myself, but I'm assuming for you too as well, we're having experiences that we're growing from. And it's still important to acknowledge that we're still learning currently in our day-to-day lives. And just because we're able to reflect on certain situations doesn't mean we have it all together. And, you know, we're kind of done growing because we're still young and we're still growing each day. And I guess personal growth to me means just having... This is very specific to me, I think, but having more gratitude and learning about specific instances and experiences that I can grow from, even like tougher experiences, 
and Mm -hmm. not really shying away from wanting to learn from things that I might find difficult and just overall kind of becoming just a more holistically knowledgeable person about culture and how I interact with people and um, that kind of stuff. That was a great answer. I feel like I also define personal growth similar to Brit and that is just like improving in different aspects in your life where you may feel like there's opportunities for growth. To touch on what Brit said earlier about why it is important for us to talk about this, I feel like I don't know if this is like specific to 2020 and being in quarantine where in the very beginning everyone was like this is an amazing time to really focus on like side projects you've never gotten to or just improve yourself because we aren't really interacting with anyone else so it's really just you against any like accomplishments or like missions that you wanted to set out for yourself Mm -hmm. so I feel like there's been around a lot of like hype around the word like growth and like oh like yes you should journal in the morning and here's like the top 10 things that all these successful people do and like here's how you can be like them but I was interested in this topic because at least what I've seen on social media which is now how we interact with people so often about growth is very much kind of tied to like this I don't really know how to explain it but this just idea of like yes, you always should be improving. You always should be doing these things. It's 2020. You need to get it together. Mm. So I wanted to like hear your experiences and see if that's really what you've been doing throughout this time or like if you measure your growth in other ways beyond what's seen on social media like bullet journaling. Mm-hmm. Try to think of my definition of personal growth. I think for me, it's tricky to come up with a definition just because it's not really something that I actively think about. I think I'm very much the type of person who like has a goal that's like long term and then I try to achieve that goal Mm -hmm. that it's hard for me to like zone in on the now and like how I can what are some small things that I can do Um, but generally stuff like how do I do things that make me happier and make me become like quote unquote a better person Mm -hmm. whatever that means Mm -hmm. Uh, that's something that I think that I also in ways more reflective about like where am I spending my money and like which companies am I supporting stuff like that but yeah I think it's just hard for me to think about personal growth because it's just not really something that I've really put a lot of thought into Mm -hmm. other than like I said like how do you be a better person but I feel like even then that varies person to person Mm -hmm. yeah I do think though Annalise to touch on your point that you haven't really thought a lot about personal growth Like, I do understand that to some extent because I feel like when you're in school, it's very easy to have this, like, specific goal of what you want to achieve. So it's like, I want to get into this club. I want to, you know, achieve these grades. And then Mm -hmm. once you're in your career, you're like, I want to get this promotion. I want to move up Mm -hmm. in this ranking. But then, like, I feel like also for myself, there's very little time until recently Mm -hmm. because of quarantine, I've been thinking about it, about like, how am I actually improving myself beyond those like attachments to who I am? Yeah, I think you bring up a good point. Like, I think I'm just so driven by these, you know, by school and then by work that it's hard for me to, or I just sometimes forget to think about like, how am I personally growing? Because I think a lot Mm -hmm. about like, how am I growing professionally? But it's never so much like me and my personal growth. But to touch on what 
Brittany said earlier about how, you know, growth is something that's ongoing and to just learn from your experiences. I feel like that that's something that I also really agree with. Like, I don't think that we by any means are a master in anything. I think we're still growing. And even if you're like 60, 70, 80, Mm. I still feel like that there are certain things that you can learn as you grow. Like think about like, you know, our grandparents who are learning technology, like they're learning, you know, Mm -hmm. and like that's something that's I think more materialistic, but even I'm sure like smaller things like, yeah, just like as you grow, you're learning a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If that makes sense. It does. I think it's really interesting how you two are kind of touching on like the fads of personal growth and maybe Mm -hmm. aspects of personal growth that are more concrete and kind of you can write down on paper. But for a long time, I used to think or personal growth for me is just really liking myself as a person. Like Mm. if I was a separate human entity from myself Mm. would I want to be friends with myself would I like who I stand or what I stand for and the attitude I give out to other people and I think that's been kind of tough for a while especially with quarantine and everything going on like Mm. really dealing with myself and like analyzing aspects of like what little interaction I do have with other people especially because I don't know, like I'm not in the best mood when I like <laughs> am dealing with people at work or or like at the store and you, you know, like am I putting on a happy face for people? Am I like being someone I'd want to approach? So that's been kind of my journey, I think, so far with personal growth. It's become a lot more like analytical than it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. I will say I think I focus a lot more on personal growth when I just graduated because it was like entering a new city, meeting new people, starting a new career. That was very much like, okay, I can in ways like reinvent myself almost that it's like, well, who do I want to be? And having like just gone through a breakup, I was like, okay, well, how do I become like happier and how do I become or how do I find people who I want in my life? Um, Mm -hmm. And so in that sense, it was like, okay, well, how like very reflective about who I am as a person and my personalities and that's something that I think I was more reflective of but like Mm -hmm. you know I feel like everything's so different in quarantine I feel like everyone's talking about it but I feel like in Mm -hmm. quarantine because my interactions are limited I just don't have as much room or opportunities to be reflective about who I am as a person because not much is changing Mm -hmm. other than work I guess Mm -hmm. that's fair I really like what you said Britt though about like taking a step back like almost having like a out-of-body experience (laughs) where you're like do I like myself and like who I was today because I feel like oftentimes growth is like very inward looking like okay this is what I'm gonna achieve here's how I'm gonna get there these are the Mm -hmm. things I'm grateful for but like I feel like at least for me personally there's not that many moments where I actually step back and I'm like okay did I like how that whole process went Mm. so I feel like that takes a lot of like self-awareness which I definitely want to start to do like as you were saying that I was like oh because I've recently been journaling after Mm. hearing this TikTok that (laughs) okay I hear all I know TikTok influenced me but all the time I hear that like when you wake up you shouldn't go on your phone blah blah Mm. blah okay but (laughs) TikTok got me when they said that you really shouldn't do that because the first few minutes when you're waking up you aren't like, I don't know how scientific this is, but you aren't fully awake, which means that a lot of different factors can really easily influence the rest of your day. 
So I was like, wow, okay, maybe I should start journaling. So Jen, when you wake and, up? Yeah, like right when I wake up before getting mm -hmm. on my phone. So Britt and I watch a lot of like Jen M videos from YouTube and she posted, I don't remember, do you remember where it's from, Britt? Like oh, the journal. Gosh. It was like some, I forgot what video it was. Yeah, but basically she was like, I ask these questions to myself in the morning. So I've been asking like, what are you grateful for? What's a pattern that you want to shift today? And oh, like one uh, self-affirmation. But I feel like I could add another one where it's like a reflection to the day previous asking like, did you like who you were yesterday? Hmm. Have you noticed I feel like it change? wraps it up nicely. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, no, I was asking, oh. like, since, <laughs> oh. since you started. <laughs> that was like a question. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> since you started doing this, like, have you noticed a change in just like your overall, I guess, well-being? Yeah, I. OK, so some days are better than others. The company I work for is on the East Coast. Sometimes mm -hmm. if I know it's going to be a busy day, I'm like, oh, I just got this journaling out of the way. Mm, I and I just do. And then it goes straight to my phone. But there's other moments when I'm like, OK, let's actually really think about the pattern that I want to shift today rather than just putting like you should work out <laughs> three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know bullet journaling is really big in, in terms of like, you know, keeping track of habits and like being very reflective because it's easy to like. Like you were saying, Kimmy, about like having questions and answering them. Um, and mm -hmm. that's like easy to do in bullet journal form. I've definitely, I've had a journal since like middle school, but I think a lot of it was because my sister had one and I was like, oh, that's mm. so cool. I want one too. <laughs> so if you read like my old diaries from like middle school, they're so bad and they're just like no information. It's just me talking about um, boys and... <laughs> Surprise, and they're surprise. just like yeah there's just not a lot of content there um <laughs> but then, there is content <laughs> yeah well I guess but not it's really funny content, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny how before I journaling wasn't that I did a lot but I feel like since growing older or like growing up it's been harder for me to set that time to journal because I just have so many thoughts and so many mm. feelings and things happening that I just don't really have mm -hmm. the time to like sit down and journal and something that like I noticed that I do is like I'll say like okay I'll write about this later and then I won't because like the moments passed or like that event that I wanted to write about is like no longer of importance so I'm like oh there's no need to write yeah but it, it has been interesting to like go through all the different mm -hmm. years and like see how I've changed and how I've like not even just maturity wise but like how I view things differently um I also like journaling because I feel like it's a place where I could really just say whatever I want <laughs> and like things that I'm afraid to admit to other people I could mm -hmm. just write down and like no one has to know <laughs> which sounds very suspicious but I think it's like a nice way to like at least write how I really feel and like it allows me to ex like explore all my emotions mm -hmm. and Brittany I also know you journal a lot. Yeah, I've been journaling for a while. And I think it's funny because like my my journal, wait, I was going to make a pun. I was going to say journey with journaling, but it came out wrong. <laughs> my journey with journaling has kind of like been all over the place. Like I've mm. varied from like very properly laid out bullet journal pages to like just like whatever I'm just gonna write down whatever I think mm -hmm. um 
but I think journaling is really helpful to me because um, I think it's nice just to have some sort of like condensed format where you're purely self-reflecting and I do go in periods also like Emily said where I will like have so many thoughts in my head and I'm like mm-hmm. oh I should like really write this down and like kind of lay it out but I, I don't and then that always proves to be somewhat harmful in terms of like mental health or like mm-hmm. just kind of just overall feelings of like lots of thoughts in my head so I have been trying to get in the habit of just writing down my thoughts whenever it gets like really overwhelming because I think it's the most organized way to kind of self-reflect and really buckle down on like what am I thinking right now like not just like let thoughts kind of get in the way of things you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. can I ask like I feel like we're all in the age where at least it feels like you have to always be doing something or at least maybe that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I'm in my 20s. Like, I should be doing a lot because everyone's mm-hmm. everyone talks about their 20s. That how do you find time to to be reflective? And like, how do you time? How do you find time for yourself when you feel like you have to always be doing something? Like, I think I'm not the best at doing that. Like a question that my friend asks me whenever I catch up with her is like, how have you made time for yourself today? And mm. I'm like, oh. Luckily, she asks me on the weekends, so typically I have an answer. But like, mm-hmm. I do think about it from time to time, and I'm like, uh, I work. It's hard, out. at least for me, <laughs> because I feel like I'm always so focused on work and like, I don't know, other people that I sometimes mm-hmm. forget to take time for myself. So for me, I think it's because um, I'm in this gap year between graduating college and grad school I intentionally went into this these couple years with the goal of self-improvement and Mm. so I think that's been all at the forefront of my mind a lot of the days although Mm -hmm. I will admit like I'm not successful also (laughs) a lot (laughs) of the days but I I do recognize how tough that would be for someone who is starting their career and maybe they don't have like a chunk of time where maybe they want to achieve a more lofty goal, like personal, Mm -hmm. like growing as a person, you know? And um, it's also been kind of a journey for me because I recognize I have so much privilege to even have that as a goal, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm like living at home. I don't have to worry about making, well, about making money, about making food, about knowing where I'm going to sleep at night. And so, yeah, I think... That's why personal growth is such a tricky subject, too, because Mm -hmm. some people just don't have that luxury of Mm. learning and like reflecting because they have like you guys, you have work and other things to think about. And the projection of your life is a little more open than mine, I think. So, yeah, I recognize how hard that would be for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that you bring that up, that everyone is on their own path and like for you or someone else that is attending grad school but like has this intermediate period, that could be the period when they focus on their growth. Whereas someone who like enters a career right away might have to like first get comfortable in that role before they can Mm -hmm. be like, all right, I have time to now do myself and work on who I am. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting to think about that it might just might come at different times for different people, even if you are like the same age. Mm -hmm. 
I also just like thought just now how at least I know I've said it before, but how I don't really think about my own personal growth a lot. But I do notice other people's growths, like from an outside mm-hmm. perspective, like a friend, if they've changed, I'm like, wow, they've really grown as a person. And like, I'm really like, that's incredible. But then I'm like, oh, I don't really do that for myself when I, I guess yeah. I could. Mm-hmm. I get what you mean. You're like, oh, yeah, I've known this friend for like eight years. Wow, yeah. they turned out so beautifully. I've known myself for 22 for, years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess Kimmy and Anna, because I think of, I feel like I think about it a lot, but that's because I wouldn't say I'm unhappy with myself as a person, but I've definitely noticed um, my flaws like repeating Mm. and that's something I'm not really proud of. But so would you say that you're happy with yourselves as people? I think I have room for improvement for sure. (laughs) I think... I I think when things in your life change, that's kind of when you are almost forced to think about yourself Mm. or reflect. Not even like forced in that like you have to, but it's just something that crosses your mind. So like, you know, big life events, like, you know, a big breakup. I think that when that happened for me, a lot of it was like, how can I change? Not because, you know, I wanted to, how do I change as a partner? Not even that, but just like, how do I now become someone different and better? Yeah, I feel like I had a mixture of like both of your experiences, like in the beginning of the summer, because I was only working like 25 hours a week. My days were very like personal growth focused. Like I would wake up, go for a run or do some gardening, did Mm. some work, did some like side projects and then like worked out consistently for three months. And I was so proud. And then since starting this new role and like for a month, I was like managing two internships at once. Mm. That really didn't allow me to have any time besides those in this podcast. So I feel like these past few months have been very much focused on career. But ideally, I would like to get back to like more of that balance where there is more time for myself. And then like within that, there's career mm. rather than like mm. my whole day being filled with like career and like that expands to, yes, like you work eight hours a day, but recently I've just been so busy where I'll wake up and like I'll already be thinking about like people I have to like email, things that I have to Mm. get to and do. Mm. But once the new year comes and things start slowing down at work, I'll be able to have more of that time for myself and to do that reflecting. So we've kind of touched on using this time during quarantine to grow as people, but I'd like to know maybe what's a specific time this year that you felt you experienced a lot of personal growth? To add on to this question, do you think there's a time that you felt that um, you like grew a lot within your adulthood journey? I don't want to like spend too much time on it just because I've mentioned it I feel like three times already. (laughs) But graduating, moving to a new city, starting a new job, going through a breakup, like all of that all at once, Mm. I think was, you know, when I had a lot of personal growth because I was thinking about my career. I was thinking about like making new friends. I was thinking about living on my own, like 
doing quote unquote adult things like buying groceries and mm-hmm. meal prepping and paying bills and everything. Um, and then just like trying to get over a breakup, like all four of those mm. combined, I think really made me grow just because there was so much happening in my life all at once yeah. that it made me think about a lot about, you know, I'm entering this new phase of my life. Who do I want to be and how do I want to start out my start off my adulthood time? Mm-hmm. So like, how do I want to manage my time? What do I want to do in my free time? Like, you know, very serviceable stuff like that, but also focusing on like, what are the things that will make me happy and who are the people that I genuinely want to be around? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, just thinking about that and thinking about what makes me happy in terms of like, what am I doing? Like, does waking up early make me happy? Am I more of a night person who likes to do things at night? Something like that. Stuff, you know, just small things like that, I think, mm. then added, adding all those different factors together was maybe the time that I felt a lot of personal growth. Mm-hmm. Did that at all bleed over into this year? Because you started your job in summer of last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely challenging because I was at a place in my life where I was really happy with how things were going and I was really Mm -hmm. excited for new things to come Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. I had experience I think at that point like the end of summer and then fall and winter so I was really excited to have like my first spring and then my first like full summer in Boston Mm -hmm. and then you know we were in quarantine and then I left Boston to be with my parents so I do feel like it kind of put a pause on my plans. Um, Mm. And am I eager to get back to it? Yes, but I think it's hard because I'm trying to be really appreciative of what I have now. A lot of people don't have that. You know, Mm. like I have my parents. I'm able to spend the time with my family. Like my sister is still in California, but she can't come. And so she hasn't seen our parents. Like she hasn't been with us in a while. So I'm just trying to be like really grateful of the time that I have now, but at the same time, I'm like kind of itching to go back. But even if I do go back to Boston now, it's not like things are back to normal. I would have to still be, you know, by myself. So yeah, it's tricky because I, I do wonder a lot now, would I be happier in my life if Mm. we weren't in quarantine and if I was in Boston and it's Mm. hard. I actually do think so. I've been really busy at work lately and I think that being at home has helped me in terms of like making sure I eat something mm-hmm. even as small as that like I will work through lunch sometimes or I'll work like pretty late mm-hmm. that I think if I were by myself in Boston I would sometimes like probably forget to eat so yeah. being at home has helped me in that sense and it's just hard because like I it is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, like what like what parts of my life would be better if I were at home versus if I were in Boston Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so one instance that really comes to mind that happened this year was so over the last year I would say I've been like kind of um one of the reasons why I talk I'm so big on like self-improvement is because I've been kind of dealing with um mental health issues so like depression specifically and well one thing that was really hard was I would be like very hard on myself like I'd be like Mm. you know like 
if I strayed from like journaling or like meditate, like mm. if maybe one day I just felt sad, I would be like, oh, why can't you just do what it takes to not feel this way? And so mm-hmm. I think one breakthrough I had was um, I stopped trying to be so hard on myself. Like I would kind of just take it how it was like, okay, these are the cards I've been dealt. And on the surface, they're like pretty good cards, you know, but how do I deal with this? And not wish it was something else and Mm -hmm. kind of just like make the most out of my situation I had now because that was kind of something I'd always kind of like what you're saying Annalise I'd be like why can't it like how would it be if it were different like why Mm -hmm. couldn't it be something else but like you know I can't go my whole life thinking that way like Mm -hmm. of course there's always going to be an alternative to things Mm -hmm. but like that's like not your life technically if that's just Mm. not what you have you know Mm -hmm. and so I think that was obviously I still deal with that a lot where I think or I'm like hard on myself or I think you should do this differently if you did this differently like it wouldn't be Mm -hmm. like this um Mm -hmm. or maybe like just wish my life or things that happen or the way I think weren't as it is but I think that also comes with my journey in adulting is kind of just like, what can I do with the situation I'm given? Because that's my situation, you know, like nothing else is going to change. And so I'm the one that has like the control over this right now. And so what can I do and Mm -hmm. like not wish anything differently, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like that saying the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah, I know. It's like so cheesy too. I know, (laughs) but it's so true. Like it's, Ugh, I almost hated saying that because it's just so cheesy, but <laughs> I think it's pretty relatable. And I feel like also just because we're at this age of adulthood where like things aren't really set in stone just yet, mm-hmm. that we think a lot about like, oh, what if? Or like, what are mm-hmm. the different possibilities? Mm-hmm. Like, what are my options? Just because we have that, like, we're, we have that luxury in some ways to explore it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also I feel like. Okay, that's. I think that's interesting how you think that's like a luxury because I feel like I'm just so afraid of making the wrong one. Like I'm not excited. Yeah. I have all these options. I'm just like, okay, what can I do to not choose the wrong mm-hmm. solution to this? But yeah. like, you know, I guess you could think of it like there is no technical wrong solution if it's just what happens and you just have to deal with what happens afterwards, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kimmy sent me um, a TikTok the other day about like how the 20s are supposed to be when you do whatever you want and that you shouldn't mm-hmm. work at a corporate job but I'm thinking I'm like I don't really mind having the stability now like I don't know why that's a problem or like why people are like you should you're wasting your 20s working a nine to five when it's something that, that I mean that's just my mentality I know some people mm-hmm. think like you're you're giving your soul to the corporate world or whatever but I think you know everyone has their own goals or their own what makes them happy and I don't you know who are we to judge what makes them happy? And I feel mm-hmm. like that the same is with personal growth. Like growth looks so different person to person that it's hard. To, yeah. Like what you were saying, like some people might view these options as a luxury. Some people might view them as like some stress in their life. Like, oh, I have too many options. I'm overwhelmed. Whereas other people are like, oh, this is so great. I have so many things to choose, so many options to choose from. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm rambling. No, I think it's interesting. Like, I wonder why that is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it's like maybe my upbringing or the fact that I don't have that stability, that too many options seems like. Mm-hmm. 
I could easily make the wrong move and that'll have like repercussions. Whereas maybe yeah. you have that stability. So you just think as anything superfluous is like just an add-on. Yeah. So for me, I feel like I don't necessarily have one real experience where I was like, yeah, I really grew a lot doing this one thing, but it's been more of a mixture of a, like a few small things. So something that I feel like I've grown is having a better mentality around like working out. Mm. Like in the past, mm. because I am so goal-oriented and regimented, I'd be like, okay, this, like for the next three months, I'm going to train for this. I'm literally going to do everything on this calendar and like stick to it. And since that's the routine that I followed for so long, it's been like hard to kind of step away from that. But more mm. recently, I've been like, okay, if you only work out once this week, it's better than none. Because in the past, it would have been like, all right, you're either going to run three miles or not run at all, <laughs> you know, which isn't, which at the time, like, like it made sense. But then thinking about it more, it's like, eh, might as well just do the best you can. Um, mm. And then another way that I feel like I've experienced growth is just reconnecting with people that I haven't talked to in a while and like really being able to rekindle those relationships and then also think more critically about how I am spending my time and like, you know, who is being the initiator in like some groups. And if it is always me, is that the best thing? You know, do I want to like step back from that? Mm. Um, mm -hmm. So that's something I've been thinking about. Like when I see this call on my calendar, do I actually really want to be there? Um, so yeah, I'm trying to just be better about about like how I'm allocating my time mm. and I think kind of tied into that is like also if I am just not in the mood to talk to someone just telling mm -hmm. them rather than going through a call and being like oh, don't really want to do this but I'm here mm -hmm. <laughs> anyways and not really giving like my friends their full attention that's something I've been more cognizant as well mm -hmm. so yeah I feel like a lot of this year has just been like okay what am I doing and how can I improve on how it's impacting me? Mm -hmm. But specifically to adulthood, I feel like I've had, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I've had a lot of growth this year career-wise, like mm -hmm. really knowing about what I'm worth and like what I can bring to a company. Mm -hmm. um, like earlier, I guess, yeah, earlier in March, there is an opportunity for me to intern somewhere that I really did like the company. I liked the position, but I didn't necessarily approve of what they were going to be paying me. Um, and I turned down that offer. And I think for some parts of quarantine, I was like, man, I don't know if that was the best decision because, you know, there's like obviously things that you can still learn, even if you aren't getting paid what I thought would be the best. Mm. But I think like, having like confidence in myself that that was the right decision and like still being able to find things afterwards I think really made that clear to me that like just because I didn't fulfill that one opportunity doesn't mean that the rest of my life is gonna be like bad or career by mm -hmm. any means mm -hmm. yeah I think it's really interesting to hear all of our different viewpoints because I feel like Kimmy and I are very like 
career driven, <laughs> which isn't like, I don't <laughs> think that's like a good or a bad thing. I think it's just like, that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's really interesting to hear like everyone's, all of our different viewpoints or our different opinions on this matter. So to wrap up our last episode of the season, we're going to do what we always do and just give some adulting advice or a reflection about personal growth and how we can be more introspective in our lives. So Kimi, do you want to start us off? Mm -hmm. Yeah, when we were talking about our daily habits and how we try to be reflective or self-aware, something I was thinking about is, I know people say this all the time, but I actually want to like move my phone away from right next to my bed Mm. so when I wake up and when I journal I'm not immediately after like okay phone gotta scroll through all the notifications and I like take time before looking at my phone um, because I think that would help set the mood in like a more positive and healthy way for the day I think so I mentioned how I'm pretty career driven or goal oriented and I think that Something that I kind of want to give people an advice on or in that I want to do myself is to focus also on my own personal happiness because I think you can't really be your full self at work or anywhere you are mm-hmm. if you're not at a place in your own life where you're happy with who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So to start there and to focus on how focus on yourself and your happiness and your growth can then trickle into other aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. So focusing first on you. For me, I think it's easy to get caught up in thinking about personal growth as kind of a benchmark you have to reach. And in that aspect, always focusing on like what's left to improve. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also really important to recognize how far you've come and kind of your own accomplishments within growing as a person because it's so easy just to be like okay I did this and then forget about it Um, Mm -hmm. but those things should be celebrated too because Mm. just as much as that benchmark you want to reach is important to you there was one before that most likely that would would have been forgotten if you're just focused on the next thing ahead of you. All right, Britt, take it away. Okay. So thank you all for listening. And today is an extra special episode because this is our wrap up of season one of our podcast, which would not have been possible without all of you listening and just giving us so much support. We will be returning for season two, which is super exciting in late January. And in the meantime, if you want to leave us a review on apple Podcasts? that'd be really helpful and we're always available to engage with you all on instagram you can follow us on at adulthood pending podcast on instagram facebook tiktok and linkedin or at adult pending pod on twitter and you could also send us an email at hello.adulthoodpendingpodcast at gmail.com thank you all for listening to our stories and we're excited to join you next season on our adulthood journey Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.